Bibles and open to Acts chapter 17. While you were turning there, um, one of the things I had uh, meant to mention about Vacation Bible School is if you have anything that would be uh, appropriate for a safari theme, then that would be helpful. Unless you have like spears and blowguns and stuff like that, that probably would not be um, helpful. But if you have anything um, next Sunday after the um, after the congregational meal, we will be um, decorating the sanctuary and the classrooms and things like that. So. But uh, like I said, nothing that could be perceived as a weapon. It's, it's a new, it's a different day than when I grew up. You know, when I, when I was in vacation Bible school growing up, we made gun racks. <laughs> so I sanded it and painted it and nailed it together. It was a great thing. So it's a, it's a different day. Please hear the word of God, Acts chapter 17, beginning with verse 10. The brothers immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. And when they arrived, they went into the Jewish synagogue. Now these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. Many of them therefore believed, with not a few Greek women of high standing, as well as men. But when the Jews from Thessalonica learned that the word of God was proclaimed by Paul at Berea uh, also, they came there too, agitating and stirring up the crowds. Then the brothers immediately sent Paul off on his way to the sea, but Silas and Timothy remained there. Those who conducted Paul brought him as far as Athens and after receiving a command for Silas and Timothy to come to him as soon as possible, they departed. Let's pray. Father, again, as we open your word, we pray that you would be our teacher. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. I am not a fan of the British royalty. In fact, I try not to pay attention to them. I think... I would resent uh, my taxes going to support their lavish and, in most cases, their inane lifestyles. Uh, but I must say that I've been impressed recently with the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, or as they are more popularly known, uh, William and Kate. Um, so far, it seems, since their wedding, they are acting like royalty. They seem to be carrying themselves with a manner of nobility. The reason I mention them is because you are royalty. You are nobility. Listen to the scriptures, 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 and 10. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people belonging to God, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, Paul says that we will rule or judge the nations. Listen to this. Paul says, If any of you has a dispute with another, dare he take it before the ungodly for judgment instead of before the saints? Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if you were to judge the world, 
Are you not competent to judge trivial cases? Do you not know that we will judge angels? How much more the things of this life? Now what does that mean? I'm not completely sure. But at the very least, it says that we will in some fashion be judging heavenly things. That we have some kingly and judicial authority simply because we are believers in Jesus Christ and belong to Him. Your status as royalty exceeds that of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. Jesus is King of the universe. And you, if you indeed belong to Him, then, of course, you belong to Him. You rule under His authority, but you also rule with His authority. You are His vice-regents here in the world. And you're also considered royalty because you have been adopted by Almighty God to be His dearly loved children. You're not simply children of your parents. But in Christ, you are sons and daughters of Almighty God. Not only that, but the Holy Spirit has taken up residence in your soul. Your body is a palace where God reigns, where He has taken up residence. And so, what am I driving out? Of course, I'm driving at this aspect of you being royalty. You are nobility. So I want to encourage you this morning to act in keeping with your title. To act in keeping with uh, who you are. In other words, I want you to act nobly. And there are several ways that you can act noble as a Christian. And our text this morning gives you several specifics. You can see the specifics listed on the back of your bulletin and the sermon outline. Um, The first of uh, these specifics for acting nobly is receiving the word with all eagerness. Look at verse 11 in your text. Now these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness. Paul and Silas left Thessalonica in the middle of the night and the the brothers then sent them down to Berea. I think the reason they went to Berea is there was a synagogue there. That was Paul's uh, practice. He would go to a town where there was a synagogue and as his custom, uh, he would go into the synagogue for several consecutive Sabbaths and he would proclaim Christ to the Jews and God-fearing uh, Greeks who were worshiping there. And the people in this synagogue are said to be noble. They were noble for several reasons. And the first of which is they received the word with all eagerness. In my opinion, I think this is where the battle is won or lost. If you receive the Word of God with all eagerness, then you are very likely to naturally keep the other aspects of nobility that we're going to see mentioned here in this passage. 
so the question is, do you receive the Word of God with all eagerness in your own life? Let me be a little more specific about what I'm getting at here. Use an illustration. My favorite, all-time favorite television show was the series 24. I've mentioned gun racks and now 24. Um, maybe you know a little bit more about me than, than you want to know. Uh, it was a, this, this series 24 was about a counterterrorism agency that covered the span of 24 hours in the space of 24 episodes. So one episode was about one real-time 24, I mean one real-time hour. And... Uh, You'd think that that would kind of drag out, but it was actually very exciting. I'm, I'm still in withdrawal since it's gone off the air. It typically aired at 9 o'clock on Monday evenings, and I would wake up on Monday morning, and I would think, Woohoo! 24 is coming on tonight! And I would make sure that I, would, that I had made arrangements to tape it if I could not watch it. Uh, or if I was going to be late coming home from a deacon's meeting, I would make sure that my daughters had taped it. And I can remember the eagerness and the anticipation that I would feel as, as 9 o'clock um, neared every Monday night. And this, I think, is a, a fairly accurate description of how the Bereans received the Word. They received it with all eagerness. In other words, you'll receive with all eagerness that which you love. My wife and two of my children are, are on their way home after being uh, up in North Carolina all week. And so I spent all day yesterday around the house um, uh, making sure my, my daughters were, were cleaning the house. I was doing cleaning. I was out working in the yard putting on the spit shine because I wanted everything to be just right um, when they get home because I've been missing them. The thing which you love, you will be sure to do. You don't forget about the things that you are passionate about. I had a friend who would often forget to take out the garbage and his dad would say, well, you don't forget to eat dinner, do you? Um, you know, he never forgot to eat dinner. We don't forget to eat dinner. But how many times do we forget to read God's Word? How passionate are you for God's Word? Do you receive it with all eagerness? Do you wake up in the morning, Woohoo, I get to read God's Word today. That's the attitude that the Bereans had. They received it with all eagerness. And so what did they do? Because they received it with all eagerness. Well, look again at verse 11. They examined it. Or they examined the Scriptures daily to see if these things were so. They wanted to know what the Scripture said. So they read it. There's this idea that Scripture is difficult to understand, and certainly certain parts are. And so what we do is we wait for someone to come and spoon-feed it to us. Yet we are, we are able to read so much better than those Bereans 2,000 years ago. 
we've had a, a better education. We've had 2,000 years of, of um, people writing about the Bible. And so we also have other resources. Plus, we have the New Testament to help us understand the rest of the story. They, at that time, only had the Old Testament. So let me challenge you to read the Bible daily in some um, systematic fashion. Develop a plan and stick with it. There are plans for reading the Bible out on the Internet. Uh, There are plans for reading the Bible, maybe even in your own Bible. Uh, there are one-year Bibles. There's all kinds of different uh, ways that you can uh, devise to read the Scriptures. Uh, you will be amazed by how much you learn if you just sit down and read it. A little bit each day, and a little bit more the next day, and a little bit more the next day. But consistently, every day. The Bereans received the Word of God with all eagerness. Therefore, they examined it daily to see if what Paul and Silas were saying was actually true. You know, I think one reason we don't receive or we don't examine the Scriptures daily is because once we become Christians, we think we've arrived. Uh, We have eternal life. What else do we need? And so reading the Bible becomes an extra duty in the Christian life. That's the reason I, I included the story on the front of the bulletin of Mr. Hone and the little girl. Um, she loved the Bible and he thought of it only as a duty. But when you realize just how much ungodliness still lives in us, just how far away our desires can be sometimes apart from Christ. And when that hits you in your soul, um, then you want to take advantage of all the means of grace that you have to get to know Christ more, to be more like Him, to take advantage of His grace. And an important means of God's grace is uh, reading God's Word. I'm actually doing pretty good for time here, so I'm going to step out of my notes and talk. I've I've started reading John Owen's, um, I can't remember, something on being spiritually minded. And uh, in his, um, in his, he starts off talking about a passage from Romans 8, I think it's Romans 8, 6, where he says, um, the, the person who belongs to Christ, who has the Spirit of God in them, their desire will be to be spiritually minded. And I was, and he says, and if you're not spiritually minded, it means you don't have the Spirit of Christ in you. And that's been very terribly convicting to me. And so I've been trying to pursue spiritual mindedness. Well, how do you become spiritually minded? Reading God's Word. Where God says in um, Colossians, set your things on, set your minds on things above. Well, what, how do we find out about these things? These things above. Reading in God's Word. The psalmist in Psalm nine, in Psalm nineteen that we read, you can see he was heavenly minded, and therefore he loved God's Word. 
the Bereans were reading God's Word not simply to find out more facts about the Bible. They were reading God's Word because they wanted to be changed by it. Again, look at verse 11. They were examining the Scriptures daily. Why? To see if these things were so. The Bereans wanted to see if what Paul and Silas were saying was true. So they examined the Word because they were open to to God's truth and they were open to being changed by God's truth. They wanted their lives to conform not to what Paul and Silas were saying but to what God's Word said. And then look what happened in verse 12. It says in verse 12, Many of them therefore believed with not a few Greek women of high standing as well as men. What was happening? Verse 11, many were receiving the Word of God with all eagerness. Many were examining uh, the Scriptures daily. Many, therefore, were open to being changed by God's truth. So what should we expect? We should expect, verse 12, many of them, therefore, believed. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of Christ. The Word of God causes faith to grow. With all this rain we've got recently, it's axiomatic that the grass is going to grow. We would expect that. We would be foolish to think otherwise. And so we should expect people to come to faith in Jesus Christ when we proclaim it faithfully. And on a more personal level, we should expect our own faith to grow as we receive God's Word with all eagerness, as we examine God's Word daily with the goal of being changed by His Word. And then finally, don't don't expect it to be overly easy to read God's Word. If if it was just the simplest thing in in all the world to read God's Word, I wouldn't need to uh, stand up and and preach this sermon this morning. All of us would be reading God's Word. The reason I'm saying this is there's always going to be opposition. We don't often recognize it, but there's spiritual warfare going going on all around us. Uh, Satan hates it when we read his word. And so he's going to put up those distractions. He's going to put up those, those barriers. Paul and Silas were preaching God's word. And, and the people were receiving it. And look what happened. Verse 13. But when the Jews from Thessalonica learned that the word of God was proclaimed by Paul, and by Paul at Berea also, they came there too agitating and stirring up the crowds. There's always going to be some type of opposition and it might be us ourselves bringing the opposition. Why would God allow there to be opposition to His Word? Well, it's because God wants us to really lean upon Him. To really trust um, in Him. To really rely upon Him. And so, I'm not telling you that it's simply a matter of self-discipline. Make your plan and stick to it. I said that. But let me put a further caveat on it. 
you belong to Jesus Christ. You have been changed inwardly, if indeed you do belong to Jesus Christ. And if you belong to Jesus Christ, you are God's uh, dearly loved child. He wants to relate to you. And frankly, because you have been changed inwardly, you want to relate to Him. And the Holy Spirit has taken up residence in you. Your body indeed is a palace in which God lives by His Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will help you. Um, In John, I think, 16, He has promised to be your teacher as you read His Word. And so it's not only about your self-discipline. God will help you. Seek Him. And ask Him to help you read His Word. Ask Him to help you uh, understand His Word. I want to make two quick applications in closing. The first is, we need more Sunday school teachers. And so I want to appeal to you this morning to help us um, continue proclaiming God's Word even within our own uh, congregation. And I want to tell you, our Sunday school materials, I believe, are the best that, uh, that are out there. Great Commission, the publishing wing of our denomination and in cooperation with the Orthodox Presbyterian Church, um, we cooperatively, the two denominations have, uh, have formed Great Commission publications. And their Show Me Jesus Sunday School curriculum for elementary age is just fantastic. It is Christ-focused. And here's what I love about it. They spend time teaching you the passage that you're going to be teaching. They spend time teaching you the theology. And so during the week, you can learn theology and learn the Bible and then be prepared to teach it. And then they give you your entire dialogue written out. So even if you didn't do any preparation, you could still walk in and teach it. But that's not the way you want to do it. You want to do your preparation and um, and study the Scriptures for yourself because you can't give away what you don't possess. Um, at my last church, um, a number of the people who started teaching Sunday school they wouldn't give it up. And I would say, well, your year's up. They learned so much about the Scripture from teaching the kids using the Great Commission publications material that it, uh, it was just fantastic. And, and one lady devoted a whole room in her house. Uh, Miss Kathleen, Rachel and Molly will remember Kathleen Moore. She devoted a whole room in her house to Sunday school materials. And uh, because she so loved teaching the kids. So uh, we do have a need there. Secondly and finally, be who you are. You are nobility. If you belong to Jesus Christ, then you belong to Him. Will you allow anything to keep you from reading His royal word? Let me ask you, don't wait till tomorrow. Will you seek God today and ask Him to help you read His Word if you have not made it a habit in your life already to do so? And will you persevere 
in the face of any obstacle. My final encouragement, I want to use Charles Spurgeon in his sermon on the Bible. He says, but let me say one thing more before I pass on to the second point. If this be the word of God, what will become of some of you who have not read it for the last month? Month, sir? I have not read it for this year. Aye, there are some of you who have not read it at all. Most people treat the Bible very politely. They have a small pocket volume, neatly bound. They put a white pocket handkerchief around it, and they carry it to their place of worship. When they get home, they lay it up in a drawer till next Sunday morning. Then it comes out uh, again for a little bit of a treat, goes to the chapel, and that is all the poor Bible gets in the way of an airing. That is your style of entertaining this heavenly messenger. There is enough dust on some of your Bibles to write the word damnation with your fingers. Read God's Word. It is His royal Word. It is His love letter to you. Let's pray. Almighty God, I do pray that You would help us as Your people to give our attention to Your Word. And in so doing, as we read this morning, there is great reward. Father, help us to be noble Christians like the Bereans who received it with all eagerness who searched the scriptures daily in order that they might be changed by it I ask in Jesus name Amen